Thank you for listening to Comics for Fun and Profit, episode number 377, where Drew and myself will go through comics originally releasing on May the 10th, 2017. Before Drew and I get into what's coming out in your local comic book shops, we got all kinds of stuff going on in the world of comics. Drew, tell us what's up. Uh, I think we got an iTunes review. We do, we do. We got a really good iTunes review. Haven't got one of those in quite a while. So I'd like to send a shout out and a thank you to Aaron Chur, who uh, left us a rating and a review titled, I'm Liking This. It's hard to find a good comic book podcast, in my humble opinion. This is a really good, simple conversation that talks about comics. It doesn't last too long and isn't too short. It's fun to hear their thoughts on what they think comics will do. I'm really enjoying this overall and can't wait to continue listening to further episodes. Do yourself a favor and find a good new books, new comic book podcast and start by listening right here. So I want to thank you once again, Aaron Chur, for that wonderful rating and review. Thank you so much. Yeah, that was kind of lukewarm there at the beginning but he finished strong um yeah he is now entered in our our giveaway of once we reach our 50th itunes review um we're going to uh give away something cool uh we don't know exactly what that is but we've got a lot of stuff to choose from from our trip to c2e2 and we got some cool stuff um and um we'll we'll hook you up so please go over to itunes and give us a rating and review we appreciate that uh, someone who, who's already given us a nice rating review is Jason from Hawaii. And you know what else he did is he sent me a birthday present. So he Aww. sent me a nice box of goodies. Uh, somehow some crap for your you got stuck in there. It's not hey, your birthday. Right. But uh, I appreciate that very much. The A lot of cool stuff. But the, kind of the coolest thing was an all-new Wolverine number one with a Scotty Young cover on it signed by scotty and along with that was a birthday card to me wishing me a happy birthday signed by scotty young and jason that is awesome which was pretty freaking sweet and uh i would appreciate that very much jason thank you so much for that and um good luck at your your third anniversary dragon's lair party and uh you got a couple cons going on so you're gonna have a busy a busy summer over there in Hawaii, so enjoy that and and thank you again uh, for the gift. I appreciate it. Make uh, getting older a little easier. Um, there you go. Wait, wait. What 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 I get? Um. Well. What do you mean? Well. Uh, I'll just have to show you later. Oh, for <laughs> out loud. Jason wanted me to put to play a prank and say that he got you a. Uh, My Little Pony signed comic. <laughs> and lead you all along with that for a while. And it was it's actually a, a cool Scotty Young that you'll really like. Very nice, very nice. I'd have just flipped that My Little Pony <laughs> quicker than you can say My Little Pony. Quicker than you can say Twilight Sparkle. Yes, I have a four-year-old daughter. I know exactly who those people are. <laughs> and we got some, uh, yeah, some cool taste of the island, some macadamia stuff and... Um, nice uh, chocolate covered macadamia nuts and some nice stuff so um uh, we'll see how that makes it to your house or not you son of a <laughs> well the wife is hovering yeah i can imagine um <laughs> uh, in a related f- piece of feedback uh, michael lamb asks kyle what did you get drew for his birthday i didn't get you anything this year I there you go so a guy from hawaii Yep. I've never met yep. since the a lovely gift. <laughs> yes. My brother 
That's me. <laughs> of decades and decades, Correct. my brother. Correct. Squadoosh. Squadoosh. Jack squat. Nothing. Yeah. Yep. Nothing. I like to keep you on your toes. I don't want you to think that. I like you to think one year we don't do gifts for each other, and then I boom out of the blue get you something, and it makes you feel horrible. And yeah. then once yeah. the next year we're like, oh, he's gonna get me something. I just don't, and you're just like, huh? Yeah. So yeah. like I, like last year when I got you something, and you said I thought we weren't doing gifts anymore. Yeah. 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 So yep. you should have actually. It's my turn. Actually. To get the <laughs> <So> gift. <it's... laughs> so you're like over oh, two now i think just keeping you on your toes <laughs> well you get you get so like suicidal and depressed on your birthday i just don't want to be around you to give you anything <laughs> do i sound suicidal and depressed i think i'm pretty darn happy go lucky well we're a week past and whatnot so you've come out of your hovel <laughs> uh, yeah well there's yeah there's a big one looming on the horizon and when we get to that one <laughs> podcast is over folks yes. <laughs> uh all right so uh big day tomorrow oh, tomorrow yeah. is free comic book day uh, um, yeah. in the past i have gone on an eight hour ten hour bender of all <laughs> and then comic, going to comic book day. Oh, and- <laughs> of all comic book shops uh in a uh, four or five county region and hit them all and experienced all that they had to offer and grabbed up all the free comic books I could and partook in all their uh, sales and um, had a blast. They're very, it's very fun. It's a very mm-hmm. fun day. I recommend it. Um, I'm not going to go this year, but um, I'll be with you in spirit. And I think you all, I would like to urge all of you to go to either your local comics bookshop or if you're like ours doesn't participate no, so of course not. <laughs> you have to go to a better one um but but they, there's a bunch of cool shops doing a lot of cool stuff and you should definitely check it out we know our friends cowabunga up in wisconsin are do, have a bunch of stuff planned um i know laughing ogre in columbus had a lot of stuff going on cap city's always doing something fun um there's tons of them so uh, please check check around uh, in your area, and uh, just make a little uh, map quest uh, road trip out of it and hit them all. They're, it's it, it's a blast. Uh, there's some cool stuff coming out too. Uh, they've got them. I think in the, they've done this in the past where they've had gold, silver, and um, rankings. Like I think that's based on like dollars spent for advertising and previews, maybe. I think that's how you get to be either gold or silver. I okay. think, like uh, your your ad size. I, I can't remember. Um, but anyway, of the golds, um, there are some cool ones. Uh, there's an I Hate Image, which is a Scotty Young Fairyland free comic book day, mm-hmm. and uh, and in this one she chops through uh, your favorite characters from Saga Walking Dead. Savage Dragon, Spawn, Descender, Black Science, Southern Bastards, and any other character uh, that you might like from Image. Uh, this will be the hot one, see, I'm guessing. Yeah, I see Spawn, I see Rick, Lion Cat. That yeah. is an awesome cover. Yeah, it's an awesome cover. It'll be a cool story. I think this will be one of the sought, excuse me, one of the sought after ones. So, uh, uh, yeah, g- grab what, grab this one when you see it. I think. Yeah, definitely. Um, and depending on how many they ordered. Uh, some this might not be one of the most prevalent ones. You never know. Mm-hmm. 
Well, I mean, a lot of our comic book shops, we complain, they just do big two. They don't do a lot of image, so they probably won't have a lot of the image FCBD. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so uh, I, th- that would be, of the golds, that would be the one that stands out. But, of course, a lot of people are going to be grabbing the Secret Empire. Mm-hmm. Uh, number one, um, if you've read, I, I haven't read first issue yet, um, but I have read the zero. And I think this is a piece of that first issue. Mm-hmm. It might be the whole thing. I don't know. Yeah. Um, it says it's uh, secret number one, but it looks like secret uh, empire. Yeah, it looks like secret empire on the cover. Mm-hmm. And then there's a, uh, looks like a sneak peek of Zadarsky's Spider-Man also in it. Well, yeah, very, which is very cool. Yeah. And your first look at uh, Chip Zadarsky taking on uh, Spectacular. That's very cool. Mm-hmm. I uh, see a Zelda, Twilight Princess Ocarina, it says. Oh, from Viz? Yeah. That'd be kind of cool. Uh, we got Ocarina. It looks like just Twilight Princess. We've got a Wonder Woman uh, 1 by Greg Rucka. That looks like a good one. Mm-hmm. And there's an XO Man of War special from Valiant. Mm-hmm. Anything else in those golds that kind of stick out to you? Ah, there's a lot of Rick and Morty fans out there from Oni Press. We'll be vying for that one. Maybe some Archie fans with the uh, the Betty and Veronica. That's a, a very good number one there, so that'll be worth it. If you haven't tried that out, it's a good place to do it. Other um, than that. Yeah. Well, yeah. Boom is uh, focusing on their uh, boom box, all ages kind of stuff. Uh, there's mm-hmm. a, Mars, a Mouse Guard story in there. It's, uh, but mostly it's Kaboom titles and Boombox, Cody and the Creepies. So it's a little all-agey, which as it should be, mm-hmm. you know. This is a, kind of an all-ages day for, for comic books. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, how about if we go down to Silver? What's that look like to you? Uh, let's see, the one that jumped out to be the most. Uh, the Riverdale from Archie is, a, is, I think, a cool one to have. Bad machinery. What is that? Bad machinery is Oni. It's an Oni uh, press book, uh, written by John Allison and Sarah Stern. Uh, catch up with the strange and delightful world of bad machinery, featuring an excerpt from the case of the forked road, the seventh book in John Allison's award-winning bad machinery series. I've missed this completely. So, if these are on their seventh book. I've missed quite a bit. Of course, the Marvel book, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, perfectly timed uh, right after the movie comes out and has a additional part of the Defenders. Also greatly timed because the trailer for Defenders pop, just popped recently. So. Oh, did it? Oh, you haven't seen that? No. Oh, it looks so good. Makes all them worth it. Uh, I still haven't watched like three of those Netflix movies. Or you series, watch so. that Defenders trailer and you're going to be like, oh, I want to watch everything get out, Chuck, because this is going to be good. Really? Yeah. DC Superheroes Girls. Uh, that one was one from last year that actually made some money. It was a sought after one, so this one might be the same. There's a Kaiser Soze. Kaiser Soze. The Rift um, from Red 5 Comics. And they're doing a... Uh, Hmm. A little uh, 
sequel of sorts, I guess. Uh, with Brian Brian Singer's in, involved, and uh, a little bit about Kaiser <coughs> Soze there. That's cool. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Prelude to Dimension X. That will be a big one. I know if I walk into an LCS and I could get a free Turtles, I'm in. Yeah, so those are the ones that look pretty rad to me. Yeah. Spill Night. Spill Night by John Scott Westerfield is a first, second book uh, with art by Alex Poveland. It's the night of the Potown spill, and things are getting weird. Strange lights fill the sky. The house across the street is melting, and the neighbors are turning into meat puppets. Oh, my. Interesting. Yeah. Well, I'll be curious to hear um, how everyone's free comic book day goes. Um, different stores have different rules. Uh, we've been able to get up as you know as little as one comic mm-hmm. one free comic book day when you walk through um, to as many as ten or fifteen. So it just depends on the store and uh, how how far how much they want to give away. Very cool. Very cool. But unfortunately, I will be getting none. Interesting. Yeah. Anything else there in Free Comic Book Day? That is all for me from Free Comic Book Day. All right. Well, we wish you a happy Free Comic Book Day. And uh, and hope you enjoy that. A safe and uh, journeys while you go out there and uh, fight the crowds. So it should be some, I'm guessing. Yeah. We also want to welcome back... Uh, uh, one of our contributors, uh, Cody Maynard, he is at CM Speedpunk on Twitter. If you want to reach out to him and say thanks for writing a new um, review, this time he takes on Titan Comics Tekken number one and did a nice written review on uh, just how a video game can be translated into a comic well or not. And uh, he does a good job. So welcome back, Cody Maynard, uh, to the site. And... Uh, you can find that over on our website, uh, comicsfunprofit.com. And I believe I've also posted it on Facebook to check out. So um, check that out. If you like it, uh, let Cody know what you thought of it. If you didn't like it, let him know what you thought of it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Wolf Warner says, Pestilence and Stain prove worthy of a heat check. The jock variant for Stained is killing it right now. Nice. I won't be getting that. Is that the one that got canceled on me? That is the one that got canceled on you. Yeah, bummer. Pestilence um, looks great. I can't wait to read Stained. Yeah, both look pretty good. Uh, Wade Le- Ledden asks, why would people slab a blank cover? What <laughs> sort of people buy slabbed blank covers? Do people show other folks all their graded comics that don't have art on them? And uh, I don't. It makes no sense to me. I, I I don't. I don't know. I've seen it. I've seen them like a nine eight, mm-hmm. a, a blank. Uh, I guess because they can. Yeah, there's those rare instances where the blank cover is supremely underordered, so it's the 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 one that everybody wants. And in those cases, they just treat it like a cover D or whatever, slab it and sell it off. But yeah, I'd never desire a blank cover. 
Uh, so yeah, there. I guess there is one reason that would, and that that would be the only one. And I still yeah, think it's dumb. Yeah, because I think like the seven to eternity blank cover was super rare. So like people are slapping that because it's number one. Yeah. Gotcha. Hmm. Okay. Uh, Sam Johnson says, "Hey Drew, our Geek Girl number four is out now, as well as Jump on Issue number three, recapping issues one and two. I wonder if you'd like to review them, or even have me on your show. Uh, I didn't follow up on you this, Sam. Sorry. Uh, so nope, you can't be on the show. Uh, maybe later. Uh, didn't put, the, wasn't able to pull that off. But I did read uh, the first couple of issues of Geek Girl, and it's really good." Uh, so hats off to you uh, and your creative team for pulling that off. Uh, Geek Girl is the story of a girl who gets superpowers from a pair of glasses during a game of strip poker. Uh, and uh, fun stuff uh, uh, ensues after that. Um, so I enjoyed it. You can check it out at geekgirlcomics.com. G-E-E-K girl comics.com geek girl comics um so check that out i liked it and i'm gonna have to look for issue three now that it's out and uh issue four so that's pretty cool uh michael lamb says pestilence is heading for second print the first print started out at 15 bucks on wednesday it's cooled back down to eight to ten but the one in ten variant is holding strong at thirty dollars I didn't get that one in 10, so um, I'll be happy to make a little bit of scratch, though, on that first print of Pestilence, though. That'd be cool. Mm -hmm. uh, he also says, don't know if you picked up the plastic number one. I did from Image, but it was fantastic, a fantastic first issue. It seems like this one is flying way under the radar. I'm all in on this five-issue miniseries. Yeah, I liked it. Um, I got a cool retailer exclusive uh, from uh, the Cowabunga guys and uh, really psyched about um, this this thing. Hope it blows up. Uh, did you get a chance to read it yet? I did not. Nice. Did you get it? Yeah, I grabbed it. Yeah. Uh, another surprising debut, according to Michael Lamb, is Failsafe number one from Vault. I was immediately uh -huh. drawn into the story so much I emailed DCBS to add issue number two to my order. Uh, Vault's, Vault's doing some good stuff, and uh, Speckers are excited about the fact that you can get tins uh, out of their grading with with a, with a good pristine Vault comic. We mm -hmm. think. We think. Uh, allegedly. <laughs> uh, he finishes up with... No, he doesn't finish up. This is just another point. <laughs> I know there is a lot of hype around it, but Redneck number one was a great read. I also immediately ordered number two. And the second printing of number one to my order. Mm-hmm. I think I did that, too. We did the same thing. Yeah. I, I like that second printing. It uh, it pulls back that, that eat, that, you know, eat, it's number one's a close-up of them eating, and it just pulls that picture back to the full table. I like it. Oh, very cool. Uh, he and his son went to Planet Comic Con this past weekend, ah. um, and they... Uh, his this highlight for his son, you'll love this, uh, was hanging out with Greg Horn, nice, or, or get and getting the art that he had to have the Hulk and Superman arm wrestling. What do you, what do we think of Greg Horn, Kyle? 
Greg Horn's a great guy if you've got a pocket full of money and he can have it. <laughs> he was all about the sale and nothing oh, else. How much yeah. did you end up paying for a signature, Kyle? <laughs> I had three books that I just wanted him to sign. He charged me 20 bucks. <laughs> the world's most expensive signature. Well, no. Liefeld was at the other end of the hall. Yeah, but yeah, Greg Horn is not friggin' Rob Liefeld. <laughs> uh, but yeah, his his son was excited about that, and he also got some cool Darth Maul, Michael Turner variants. Um, and then they went to a Chris Claremont panel. Nice. Where he talked about co- how comics had changed from when he was doing the X-Men back in the late 70s and early 80s. Um, he said the editorial used to tell them that all issues had to be com- a complete story, and they actually had to lobby to get Days of Future Past stretched into two issues because it was such a big story. <laughs> to propose an eight-issue event event with 30-plus tie-in issues would have been insanity. Still you, is insanity. Can you imagine? <laughs> oh, that's cool. Things but have yeah, changed. I'm glad, glad they had a good time at their con. I'm glad uh, they enjoyed Greg Horn. Um, maybe he was a, a better dude there and just... Uh, came with a different agenda to see two e two. I bet you they had to pay for those that uh, Hulk and Superman are wrestling. Oh my goodness, yes, absolutely. <laughs> that, was, that was probably one of his featured prints on the wall. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see, Comic Art Depot sends us this. Hey guys, started listening about two weeks ago. I'm really enjoying the podcast. I was wondering, who are your top five comic artists? A combined list or individual list, either way is fine. Also, why do you think each artist's work work is worth buying? Well, I'll go first. Um, yeah, thanks for giving me this to prep for ahead of time. Well, that's why I'm going to go first. I'll give you the five seconds it takes me to rattle these off. Okay, it's Fiona Staples because uh, her art blows me away each and every issue of Saga. It's always amazing. Uh, Joel Jones because it's super clean lines, beautiful art. And I met her, and I'm in love. Um, that's, that doesn't that doesn't help. Uh, uh, you know who I really like is Steve Lieber, uh, who does is, works on the Fix, and uh, and he also did Superior Foes. I really like the way he he can t- make things funny with his art. He he really has a great sense of humor that translates well artistically without actually having to be a a, a gag of any kind. I think. I think that's that's really cool as well. Um, our boy over at um, the Beauty is doing some great stuff too. Um, the art on uh, is it Han or, or Hurley? I get him confused. It's Han, right? Jeremy Han. I think Jeremy Han's the writer. So it, yeah, it's Jeremy Hurley. Then, yeah. Or or John Hur. I don't know. Hurley. <laughs> Whoever's doing the art on the Beauty, I get those two guys confused. Um, uh, but. But they're really doing some fantastic work. And uh, I think uh, Chip Zdarsky, with his work on um, both sex criminals uh, and and some of his, uh, you know, I, I enjoyed his stuff, his other stuff as well, but uh, mostly sex criminals. And uh, it really it really stands out <coughs> to me and is very, um, very well done. Uh, so those are my top five right now, off the top of my head. Might change tomorrow, but... Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. So, uh, God, what do you, who are yours? Uh, I, too, am a big uh, Fiona Staples fan, of course. Uh, my number two is Dan Mora, uh, who we know from Klaus. 
uh, absolutely in love with his art. Um, who did, was it J.G. Jones that did Strange Fruit? Yep, yep, J.G. Jones. J.G. Jones, uh, I think he knocks it out of the park whenever he does. That pan uh, style is really nice, yeah. I'm a huge Mikhail Yannin fan from what he did on his uh, Grayson and Grayson run. Kind of just the way he fluidly writes um, uh, kinetic movement and all that kind of stuff. I thought that was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. So a big fan of that. And uh, I'm going to throw uh, Jenny Frizen in there because her covers uh, blow me away. Yeah, nope. Can't use a cover artist. Doesn't count. Wait, wait, wait. Well, there were no. There was. Yeah. Where were the parameters? Uh, I think it's in there somewhere. I think it's in there. It's after. I just didn't read it. Uh, not not cover artist Kyle. Just uh, interior only. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. It's not in there. I will go with Joelle Jones because, like you, I think she does a great job. She is pretty amazing. So the guys at Comic Art Depot, uh, you can search that on Facebook and on the web. They have a website, but they like to showcase uh, comic art, obviously, uh, that's available for purchase. Uh, not from them, but I think it's from the artists themselves. Uh, don't know the specifics, but check it out. Um, and they like us. We like them. Um, so that's kind of neat that they're trying to promote uh, art sales. I always feel bad for the writers when they when we're at a con, man, because the artists artists are really king at the, at the artist alleys. And I mean, I like talking to the writers, but they don't really have anything to to showcase or sell. They can't do commissions, you know. They they can't sell any of their original art. They just kind of have to sit there and talk to you about their stories. Kind of, kind of different animal, don't you think? No, absolutely. But then again, they don't have to sweat it out trying to meet a deadline with uh, <laughs> art every single month. Or they can just crank out their script in a week and then, mm. and relax for the next uh, three weeks. I'm sure that's not how writing works. <laughs> not at all. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think that's it for our feedback today. So you want to shoot us over to. Uh, New releases? Or do you want to talk about the top ten? Oh, is it out? It is. If you go over to Comicron.com, uh, we can show you the April sales figures. Didn't we just get done talking about the March? Uh, a month ago, I believe. <laughs> Was it that long ago? Yeah, yeah, yeah. would have been. Would have been. Would have been. It uh, feels like so, we yeah. just got done talking about that. I'm over at Comicron.com. I'm on their homepage, and their first article is considered Soft Start to 2017 Continues with April Sales. Secret Empire Zero Tops the Charts. Hmm. So, uh, as we can see, uh, Secret Empire Zero, a $5 book, is our number one comic. Uh, we have multiple versions of the button. We have our One Lenticular, our Flash Lenticular. We have our Batman 21 Standard button also in the top ten, so... Lots of gold there. And like I said, I was trying to tell you that I thought X-Men Gold would be more popular than X-Men Blue, and I was correct. Yeah, you were. I thought it would be higher up the list, though. Well, I think Secret Empire just just squeezed into that month. They were in the, mm-hmm. they were in the fifth week, weren't they? Was it a fifth week book? Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to think exactly. That sounds right. Or at least a fourth week, for sure. Um, so the lenticulars obviously back up over a hundred thousand, I'm yep. guessing. Um, 
And we fit, you know, Batman, the last Batmans were like at 98,000. Yeah, so that's where we're going to put about rank six, about 95 probably in my mind. Yeah, so that, I think Flash is probably over 100,000 then. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say that that whole top five is over 100,000. So we got Secret Empire Zero, Batman 21, Lenticular, X-Men Gold 1, X-Men Blue 1, Flash 21, Lenticular. Mm -hmm. What do you think? I completely agree with that, which is no fun. <laughs> um, you know, the uh, the lenticulars aren't as hot as I thought they'd be, so maybe this mm. explains it. There's a ton of them out there. Um, they they only seem to be going for double cover. Yeah, still good, but definitely not as hot as we were hoping for on them. And sometimes not even double cover, because these are $4 books. So, um, yeah. Finishing out the... The top ten, uh, we've got those two Batmans that are regular issues, along with Star Wars 30, Weapon X number one, and uh, Walking Dead 166. So that's probably around a 75, 80,000 down there, right? For Walking Dead? Yeah, not quite 70, I'd say. Yeah. Uh, what do you think Secret Empire Zero did? 150? <sighs> I hope. Uh, yeah, one hundred forty-five thousand. Yeah, I don't think lenticular is that high. I'm, I was thinking it was like maybe one hundred five, one hundred ten. Yeah, looks like it's going to be around one hundred twenty, one hundred twenty-five, and then gold, blue, and the other lenticular. So yeah. good for them. Good for yeah. them. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that that X Men Gold. Uh. That's, that's, all the, all those are, what, 20, 30 bucks a piece? Yeah. They're not selling a lot now. If you're looking at eBay, they're not moving a ton, but yeah. Um, because of that controversial cover, those things shot up like crazy. Yeah. I also sold my Batman 21, uh, con variant. Oh yeah? What'd you take on it? 50. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I did well on that. Too bad we, uh. Didn't get there in time to get more than more copies. We could have cleaned up. Mm-hmm. But I'm still happy. Yeah, no doubt. I'm still happy with that. I'll have to ship this one a little better than I did the uh, <laughs> redneck. <laughs> On the graphic novel side, it looks like the second volume to Batman Rebirth is out and takes the top spot. I Am Suicide, Volume 2, along with another Hellboy, Saga, Volume 7, uh, Superman, Volume 2, Trials of the Super Sun, All-Star Batman, Volume 1, My Own Worst Enemy, which is, I think is the, is that the Two-Face story? Yes. Yes, that's exactly what that is. And then the Saga Deluxe Edition, Volume 2. I still need to pick up. That was yeah, a, that's that's a beautiful thing. It looks so, great. Yeah, it's an awesome hardcover. Um, Batman Volume Ten Epilogue is that must be from the New Fifty Two Days. Interesting to see that thing heat up. Mm-hmm. Can't be just now being released, can it? I can't remember. Huh. Uh, Justice League Volume Two uh, Outbreak from the Rebirth Era, Avatar, and Red Hood and the Outlaws Volume One. 
That's a surprise as well. Uh, you Red Hood people. <laughs> Red Hood just got released for the Injustice video game as DLC. Or uh, just released that he will be in yeah. the Red uh, the Injustice 2 video game. Marvel showed a little restraint this this month and only shipped 93 comics uh, for the month. So it wasn't in three digits this time. DC did 78, and Image did 57, IDW 47 right behind. Only 20 from Dark Horse. Um, more from Boom, even. Boom had uh, 26, and Titan had 23. So that, that's kind of a surprise. Um, who um, who won the month? I'm guessing Marvel. Yeah, Marvel had 34, almost 35% dollar, 38% unit share to DC's 30.5 dollar, 34.3 unit share. Huh, and Image actually did better in the dollar share than they did in the unit share. Mm -hmm. That's pretty neat, Um, but still around 10%. Um, definitely alone in that third spot by themselves. No one nipping at their heels, <laughs> but uh, they aren't even close to the big two. No, not at all. So yeah, uh, Marvel's back. Uh, uh, a sound victory. <laughs> Anything else uh, to to uh, to to take from this top ten? No, I think that's all. We can suss out of those numbers until we get the full list, hopefully next week or perhaps the week thereafter. So, Drew, if you follow me, follow me over to previewsworld.com. We're going to click on new releases. We're going to make that May 10th, 2017. Of course, May, a five-release month. And we're going to start, Drew, where we always like to start. Let's start in Dark Horse. Um, let's see. My good read would be Harrow County. Mm-hmm. And uh, I would not spec on anything else. There we go. We, of course, have another Dragon Age book. Um, this one, not, I believe, uh, Brian Wood wrote the last Dragon Age Mage Killer storyline. This one is Nunzio de Filippis and Christina Weir. So I don't know them as well. Dragon Age Knight Errand. So if you're if you're into the Dragon Age series of video games, you may enjoy that. All right. Anything else, sir? Nope. Let's head on down to DC. Looks like a couple of new story arcs starting up with uh, Action Comics Revenge story arc is starting. Mm -hmm. All-Star Batman's uh, First Ally is starting. And uh, that's kind of cool. We finish up uh, Batgirl and the Birds of Prey Blackbird uh, story arc. It's over. Uh, we got a new book called Bug, The Adventures of Forager, which is part of the Young Animal line. Okay. Um, it is Lee Aldred, Allred with Michael Allred doing the art. So um, now we know why Silver Surfer was so late. Because uh... he was busy doing art over here. Uh, a lot of people love Mike Allred's art. Um, it is pretty good. Uh this this has no appeal to me, but I should probably check it out just just just, just because of the art. Did you see the uh, Fiumara variant on All Star Batman Ten? Who is it? Sebastian uh, Fiumara. Let me look here. That is a great looking cover, man. I like that. Hmm. Uh, neat. Looks, 
good. That is worth five bucks right there. Snag that up. Is it independently orderable? Yes, I believe these all all star Batman just have independently or orderable. Because DC don't play that game, does it? They they just yeah yeah you can either get it or you can't for the most part. Maybe the um, Dark Knight. Maybe those have some ones and tens and one. Yeah, the Dark Knight Metal and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, the Dark Knight Three has all the yeah that stuff. Yeah, they play the shenanigans, but Uh, Detective is ending there. League of Shadows story arc with mm-hmm. 956. Future Quest. Is that the end of Future Quest? Is it going to continue? Goodbye. I think it's yes, still... I, actually, I don't think it is ending. Okay. Even though uh, poor poor Flintstone's dead. Well, I mean, for Flintstones, I think they, they wrote a 12 and delivered on their 12, and that's what they wanted to do or whatnot. Yeah. And the last thing you want them to do is stick around and have good stories. Yeah, like that'd be the first time. Uh, let's see. Injustice Ground, <laughs> Ground Zero number 11. Um, I finished this a long time ago, reading it uh, digital first. Mm-hmm. And I'm now four issues into uh, Injustice 2. So this is weird that this thing is still petering out in print. It's taking its sweet time. Here in Titans number 11, we have the Lazarus Contract, part one. When Deathstroke discovers that Wally West's return holds the key to bringing his son back from the dead, he'll stop at nothing to do just that. Don't miss the debut chapter of the epic crossover event that you've been waiting for. So this is like the Judas Contract? Uh Uh-huh. And they're just kind of uh, going back to the well? Oh, different, yeah, I was going to say different, kind of different, but doing similar but different things. Is is the plot similar to Judas Contract or something different? It's different, but it, you know, the, the it always involves Deathstroke and his son, so that's a, a good thing that's a crossover. Is that the same thing that Judas Contract did? Uh, yeah, it dealt with his son a okay. lot as well. All right. The Ravager. Uh, God Watch Part 4, Wonder Woman 22. Beautiful Jenny Frizen cover. Oh, and the variant. Yeah, mm-hmm. those are amazing. Yeah, I, the, every one of those would be cool just to have on the wall. Mm-hmm. They're beautiful. Um, Superwoman starts a new story arc, Rediscovery. Uh, let's see, Supergirl also starts a new story arc, Escape from the Phantom Zone, with a crossover with Batgirl. Always a good sales spike there mm-hmm. when that happens. Oh, yeah. And sometimes causes shortages. Like in your Nightwing 4s? Yeah. New 52 Nightwing 4s, I should say. Did you say there was some heat on Batgirl for some reason? Yeah, since the uh, Joss Whedon, he's going to do the movie. Uh, like I said, my new Fifty Two Batgirl one shot up. A lot or a little? Uh pretty good about. Nice. Yeah. Anything else from DC? Nope. Let's head on down to IDW. 
Now, let's see. That would be your Batman TMNT Adventures. I'm assuming you're still oh, reading that. Yeah. Batman TMNT Adventures number six of six. This is the finale to Batman TMNT Adventures. Months after the conclusion of their adventure, Batman and the TMNT discover that the hidden thread has not passed, and now Gotham is in danger. A last-ditch effort may be the only thing that saves two worlds. Yeah. Nice. That's all I got. And not a whole lot, not a big old list from IDW. At least one thing in there for me, so that's a win in the old IDW column, which doesn't happen a lot for me. So, after that, let's head on down to Image. Black Cloud. Okay. Yeah, the uh, Spawn Month black and white cover. I think I'm getting that. Yeah, it's pretty rad. Um, I um, am bummed because this AD After Death... Uh, mm-hmm. Is long delayed from November, uh-huh. and I uh, completely forgot about it, so I didn't <laughs> pre-order it. So I have the first two. Nice. You're gonna have to run out and find it. I'm gonna have to run out and find a six-dollar book and pay full retail for it. Not happy. Not happy. Cannibal by Brian Bucciolo, issue number five. Uh, Cannibals from your boy uh, Azarello. Cannibal, not Cannibals. And it's Buccioletto. Cannibal is? That's what it says on the front. What is, which yeah. one? Oh, it's Moonshine Azarello. Moonshine's Azarello. Gosh, dang it. Ah, the fix number nine. Let's get this thing back on track. We got a new arc starting at number nine. Let's get these out. Let's get what was wrong with it? What was wrong with the last one? It felt like we had a delay or two, didn't we? Maybe. But that's normal. I know, but uh, here's to hoping that the third arc is boom, right boom, on boom, time. We Go. get four in four successive months. Gotcha. Because it's a great story. It's super humorous, but we know how story momentum easily is lost when you have a two month delay. True. And he doesn't care. About this book because he is the king of Marvel's Secret yep, Empire. Yep, 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 yep. Speaking of the king, Green Valley number eight of nine, the penultimate Green Valley. Thank group. you for that. Penultimate Green Valley. Written by Max Landis with art by our good friend Giuseppe Camancoli and Chris, or Cliff Rathburn as well. I think that's, I don't know if pretty Cliff's good. been added lately or not. Seven was really good. Mm, I told you. You did. You did. In Max Landis, we trust. Well, I don't know about that, but yeah, you're right about this. It got better. So uh, bring it on home. Copperhead, so good. So mm-hmm. glad to have it back. I'm going to catch up on that. You have convinced me that I need to go back in for uh, this this arc. Yeah. Do and I need to finish up? the? I read the first arc through six. Missed the second one. Do I need that one to get this one? Yep. Okay, I can do that. It's worth it. I'm in. Uh, I mean, I don't... I mean, you probably could jump on, but why would you? It's mm-hmm. it's great mm-hmm. stuff. Uh, we got a new Colin Bunn series, Regression, number one, uh, with art by Danny Luckert. 
Adrian is plagued by ghastly walking nightmares. To understand and possibly treat these awful visions, Adrian reluctantly agrees to past life regression, hypnotherapy. As his consciousness is cast back through time, Adrian witnesses a scene of hor horrific debauchery and diabolism. Waking, he is more unsettled than before, and with good reason. Something has followed him back. Adrian decides, descends into a world of occult conspiracy, mystery, reincarnation, and insanity from which there is no escape. <laughs> I was in pretty heavy on this one. I it really sounded great, and uh, I thought it might be a nice, a nice book. Ghastly Waking Nightmares. Different than you and I's versions of Ghastly Waking Nightmares. Yeah. Uh, and also part of the, uh, the Spawn Month variants and black and white variants. Um, Lazarus Source Book Number Two. I don't know about y'all, but I think these are fun, and I bought. I'm getting this one too. I can't even read his back matter anymore. That's well, this so is dense. the back. This is all that stuff, just right. ready to rock. Right. And so, if I can't even read the stuff in his individual issues, I'm not buying the source books. Oh, come on. Nope. I am buying Rock Candy Mountain Number Two because I like me a good hobo story. <laughs> There's one thing Drew likes. Everybody knows that about me. Like me some hobo stories. And the first issue was great. And I'm looking forward to this one. And learning a little bit more about hobo culture. <laughs> hobo culture. Mm -hmm. Talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Youngblood. Excited? Yes. Oh, this is just a sketch, right? I was going to say, didn't we? Did it come we, out already? I think it came out already. Okay. We, we're, we weren't excited last week then. No. No. And are we excited for a second season of Renato Jones? Yes, I think Renato Jones is friggin' great. I don't think I saw I don't think I read the last the the, the fifth issue of the last one. I must have missed that too. He uh he killed more people and those people that he <laughs> killed had lots and lots of money. And huh, well that's pretty much the whole series. Yeah. Yeah. Really? I it's fun, man. They're they're crazy, they're off the wall. But yeah. I always super enjoy them. So, so this week we've got not only Spawn Month variants, but also April Fool's variants left over from because the fix is late. <laughs> okay, I get it. <laughs> I wasn't going to mention that. I missed yeah. that one completely. The fix is late, so that's why there's an April Fool's variant. Oh, Which is why I said hopefully this next coming out. This one I think I have coming. Mm -hmm. I don't know what the April Fool is the cover of, though. Do you? Yeah. Curse words. What? You don't recognize the koala bear from Curse Words? No. Oh, that's the koala bear from Curse Words. Okay. All right. Sweet. Yeah, anything else in image? No, no good Man, stuff. Man, good stuff. Big fan. Let's head on down to Marvel. All new Wolverine number 20. Tom Taylor writing our girl X-23. Wolverine's got a brand new suit, but she's the same claw-popping, sarcastic, quipping, efficient hero that we know and love. But now that the sickness is spreading to what lengths will Laura go to help the people in danger? Tune in, True Believer, and find out. Uh, she looks like Batman in that friggin' picture, dude. Yeah. There's a $10 Deadpool. 
if you're in- interested in that. God, they do that, what, every three months there's a $10 Deadpool? Four months, yeah. No, you're right. Jeez. Three months. Yeah. Quarterly. Yep. Ugh. Renew Your Vows 7. That's a wicked looking cover. Check that out. Magneto Strikes. The Brotherhood of Evil Mutants has defeated the X-Men. And now it's up to the Spider Family to stop them. Man, I love Renew Your Vows. Give it to me every single week. Okay, there's a new cover for the second printing of Iron Fist number one. Mm-hmm. Do you care? Yes. Okay. Yes, I do. You say it's a different. It's a different. I believe uh, so cover. because it says image coming soon. We've been led astray by that before. Have we? Yes. Uh, oh, because it's just been like a different color. Yeah. Ah, uh, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Uh, new Rocket Raccoon, the third Rocket Raccoon number one in, in... 12 months. <laughs> so if you missed it the first two times in the last calendar year, uh, yeah, here it is For again. those of you uninterested in Rocket, twice over, be uninterested again. <laughs> um, if Yeah, if you line it up with the movies, maybe... Just maybe somebody will stumble into a comic shop from the movie lobby, movie theater lobby, and buy up a bunch of Guardians comics. I guess that's the the plan. There you go. And here we've started from Secret Empire. We have Secret Warriors number one, a Secret Empire tie-in. Okay. Um, you know what Drew's strategy is on on event tie-ins. Don't read anything. Pretend they didn't rather happen. Yeah. Kick rocks when your favorite books get pulled in and curse at Marvel. <laughs> that's that's exactly it. There you go. <laughs> that's exactly what I do. <laughs> uh, there is a new Silver Surfer, Surfer that doesn't usually get touched by any kind of events, which is nice. Isn't that comic dying? Yes, it is dying on the vine. So is this the plagued, last one? Plagued by delays. Um, it, I don't know. I can never tell if it. Every time I read one, I'm like, oh, that'd be a good way to end it. Then <laughs> there's another. <laughs> Drew talked to me about Star Wars Screaming Citadel number one by Karen Gillan with art by Marco Cicero. Uh, It is a rebel pilot and rogue archaeologist wander side by side into the darkest shadows of the galaxy as Luke Skywalker reluctantly teams up with Dr. Afra. The doctor makes Luke an offer he can't afford to pass up, one that leads him to a very rare gathering at the heart of the infamous Screaming Citadel. Uh, will Luke find what he's looking for? Can Afra be trusted? Or they both wind up the victims of the Citadel's queen. This is just a one-shot, um, but probably some kind of gap filler between the end of Dr. Afra. In the beginning of whatever's next. I'm assuming Dr. Afra is over. No, I don't believe you're correct on that. Because sales are plummeting on that thing. Okay. And it's uh, Karen Gillen, it. right? It looks good. Yep. I don't know. I mean, oh, I'm surprised it's a one-shot. I'm surprised it's not a five-issue mini, but... Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think they're running out of things that they can do within that small gap of time that Star Wars and them are currently in. Really? Because um, Dark Horse lived there for years, decades. Well, Dark Horse, 
horse had a larger expanded universe and a, a larger breadth of uh, canon than we currently have. Oh, that's right. I forget. And a lot of the books. I forget you can't thing. go back either. Yeah. So either way, it's, uh, you know, I like these kind of things. It should be cool. There uh, is a kid's, a, like a Jawa, not a Jawa book. What is there? It's like a kid's Star Wars book coming. That's going to be done by IDW instead of Marvel. Oh. So I, that, I thought that was interesting because Star Wars or Marvel has a kids line, doesn't doesn't they? Don't they? Mm-hmm. Doesn't yeah. they? Jeez. They does. <laughs> they does. Uh, Uncanny Avengers. I don't know if that's why that's even still going. Who's reading that? Did you read Weapon X? I did. What'd you think? It was all right. I think it's going to get good. I'm very intrigued with it. Of course, Greg Pack writing, Greg Land on art. So, of course, we're going to see uh, if those come out on time. They should. Uh, Greg Land is uh, super efficient. Wait, who's the guy that we? That's uh, not everybody else. Okay. But Greg Greg Land doesn't miss deadlines. Gotcha. So, issue number three, Enter Domino. The mysterious director of the Weapon X program has chosen its next target, the soldier of good fortune known as Domino. If Old Man Logan and Sabretooth barely survived attacks by Weapon X's new monster, how will Domino fare without the help of an enhanced healing factor or an adamantium skeleton? She'll need a little luck. Yeah, I'm in quickly becoming a book that I think I'm going to be one of my tops in Marvel. Nice. Zombies Assemble, number one of four. Uh, Yusaka Komi and, and Jim Zub. What, what was the first name? Yusaku Komiyama. Very good. It's better. The original manga is adapted into English for the first time. So, uh, if you ever wanted to see the Avengers take on a horde of zombies in a slightly Japanese style, here you go. There you go. I'm out, though. You had me at manga, and then you I, you lost me at manga. Anything else with our friends at Marvel? Nope. Let's head on down to the back half. Let's look at our Onis, our Black Mass, our Booms, our Dynamites, our Lion Forge, and all that. People are excited about Boom Studios and Simon Spurrier's God Shaper number one, so don't sleep on number two. Yeah. Uh, it'll be low. And speaking of number two, there's a second printing of Heathen number one, which uh, has a different cover from Vault. There you go. People seem to be enjoying Karate, and we have our Karate number three. Pulling out all the stops with the variants from Action Lab. Yeah. Um, medicine number one from Action Lab. Holy crap, we're down to the M's? Oh, I am. You can jump Jeez. back up there. Uh, healthcare for supervillain villains. There you go. That does not sound interesting at all. Well, let me continue then. Criminal <laughs> Mastermind. has a Criminal Mastermind Malady. Malady? Malady has recruited a team of down-on-their-luck physicians to provide medical aid for the world's worst bad guys. Mm-hmm. Led by the brilliant Ethan Sharp, the blackmail doctors struggle to uphold their ethical codes, or lack thereof, in violent and confusing battlefields. And when one doctor goes rogue, 
the rest learn a terrifying lesson from Malady. Now, now what do you think? Huh? Nope. Still nope. No. Hmm. I'm interested. <laughs> we got Mindbender number one from Scout Comics, written by James Pruitt, with art by Federico De Luca. At the tender age of seven, Alexander Oberman witnessed the gruesome death of his parents in a horrendous explosion as a result of his own mind tapping into the previously unknown powerful force. How Alex survived has been a mystery. Ooh. Heathen number one, second print, buy them all. Right. It's a different cover. It's a different cover. It's a different artist. Misfit City, number one, from Boom Studios, written by Kiwi Smith, Kurt Lustgarden, and a cover by Paulina Ganacho, and art by Naomi Frankies. Nothing's happened in Wilder's hometown since they filmed that cult kids adventure movie there in the 80s. Hmm, Goonies, maybe? Mm. But... <laughs> That's ancient history until one day she and her friends come upon a centuries-old pirate map drawn by someone named Black Mary and find out there might be some real adventure in their tiny town after all. Oh, yeah. Female Goonies. Yeah. What was that one called? Mm, Did I say Misfit City? Yeah, Misfit City. I'm putting a pin in that. That sounds good. You like Goonies. I do like Goonies. How do you not like Goonies? You have to like Goonies. Goonies, Goonies is great. great. Including the exclusive Nintendo Entertainment System sequel to Goonies. What? Yeah, Goonies 2 was a video game only. So you played the game to get the next story? Yeah. Uh, it's cool. Not, not good. Not good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the aforementioned uh, Tekken, number one. Mm. Uh, reviewed by Cody Maynard over a comicsfunprofit.com mm-hmm. you can check it out yourself based on the iconic fighting game franchise written by Kavon Scott Andy Tong uh, by uh, from uh, Titan Comics there you go. did you talk about Pierce Brown Red Rising number one I don't believe so I get excited because I saw it was art by what I thought was Eric Powell but it was Eli Powell so I apologize um, from the world of the best selling Young adult series Red Rising comes a story of love and loss and rage. In the future, when mankind is spread across the stars, the hierarchy of man is dictated by the color of one's cast. C-A-S-T-E. The golds rule all, but what will happen when one falls from a lowly red... Falls for a lowly red. See how a forbidden love will set the course of events for the future and lead to the formation of the formidable Sons of Ares. Huh. Yeah. We've got love. We've got class systems. We've got um, maybe post-apocalyptic. I don't know. Intriguing. No. Pass. Silver Soldiers number one from Antarctic Press. Fantastic first issue from the mind of Grammy award-winning artist, Art Greenhaw. You know, Grammy award-winning artist, Art Greenhaw. Comes the debut of the most exciting group of superheroes of faith ever to explode onto the comic scene. Six ordinary people who have lost their way are chosen by God 
to become his defenders of faith and champions against the evil of the very forces of hell itself. So I'm guessing Art Greenhaw is a Christian singer? Art Greenwall is a Grammy Award-winning recording artist, producer, and mixing engineer, having won the Grammy Award in 2003 in New York City for Best Southern Country or Bluegrass Gospel Album of the Year. Oh, he must do the whole thing. I have no credits on this thing. I don't know if he did the art or just wrote it or whatever, but uh, from his mind come Silver Soldiers. I'm buying one. It actually it was a really nice looking cover. Yeah, it's what I was looking at too. I just don't know I'm, who I, else I, worked I, on it. Yeah, I, I, I don't know if I'm just not giving them credit, but I'm not giving them credit for the art. I think they just haven't put that on there. Yeah, yeah. Like like we said before, uh, sometimes the good folks at previews are asleep at the job. Wake up, you're asleep at the wheel. Anything else in the back half, brother? Uh-uh. All right, this is the point of the podcast where I ask you what your pick of the week is. What is the one book that you go to your LCS this coming Wednesday? Grab up, throw in a short box, and say, this is going to pay off my mortgage one day. I get one first printing and one second printing. So my second printing is heathen. Are you asking or telling? I'm telling. Okay. And uh, my first printing is regression. Ah. The Colin Bunn image book. Yep, yep, yep. Okay, that's it. Oh, I thought you got a second printing. I said Heathen. Oh, okay. I didn't hear that. So, Heathen, number one, second print. That's an easy one. Can't beat that one. Um, have we seen all new Wolverine's new suit yet, or is 20 the debut of it? Was the new suit in 19? I don't know. Okay. If the new suit comes here, I want it. So, that's a good one to have there. Um, I think we're going to want this all-star Batman Fiumara a cover because it's really friggin' good. Just because it's pretty? Yeah. Believe it or not, when I like something and other people like something, you can't buy them anymore because everybody has them. So that could be something to have. Go with your gut on these things sometimes, people. Yeah, that's true. And you usually are spot on with the art. Yeah, there's, I, yeah just think back to superman issue 10 that's a 12 dollar book now yeah that's true um if if you find 80 after death book three pick it up for drew (laughs) it's worth nothing (laughs) but i i now have to pay twice what i would have had to pay and i agree with you on regression and uh everybody pick up green valley eight because it's gonna be great yep that's what i got yep Yep, that's it, that's it. That's Happy it. free comic book day, y'all. Yeah, everybody enjoy free comic book day. Uh, make sure you don't just go into a shop, grab three free comics and leave. Spend some time in there, support uh, your local comic book shops, support comic industries. A lot of them go through a lot of hoops to uh, have sales and good things that day. Uh, so make sure you, you you spend some money, spend some time in there, and really uh, support these shops who uh, do their best to indoctrinate the next generation into comics. Um, wish I could be out there on the front lines with everybody, but I am unable to myself. So we wish everybody out there a happy free comic book day and all the retailers out there a, a wonderful sales on free comic book day. So for Comics for Fun and Profit, this is Drew and myself. See ya.